Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the Wrong to Strong Chicago podcast. I'm your host. My name is Omar Calvillo. And tonight I have my guest here. His name is Jose Rodriguez. Um, I just met this brother, uh, but the way we connected was my wife. Uh, she does a podcast, and I just want to uh, shout out her, her podcast real quick. Her scars tell a story. Uh, my brother's uh, uh, sister here, uh, Maribel, was a guest on my wife's podcast. Uh, so she came, she shared her story on there. And uh, but when she was leaving, we had a, a chance to talk, and uh, I shared with her that I was doing a podcast. And I told her what the podcast was about, and she's like, "What? Well, my, my brother got a story. He's, he's, he's got a story similar to what you guys are sharing on there. So um, I, I gave her my information, and I was able to connect with my brother, Jose. Hey, so Jose, th- th- thanks for being on here, brother. Amen, amen. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, no, for sure, brother. Like, I, she, she gave me just like a little brief, uh, <laughs> maybe like a, what do you say, like a, like a headline of, of your story. Like, right. man, I got to have this brother on there. But uh, man, yeah. welcome to the podcast. Thank man. you. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. So, hey, hey, Jose, you, you, you want to tell us uh, what, what part of Chicago did you grow up in? Well, um, my family comes from uh, Mexico, but they uh, came down to uh, the back of the yards. Um I was born and raised in uh, West Englewood. Um, man, we were there for, I don't know, I want to say 40 years. But we went to school in the back of the yards. Uh, my mom wanted us to be with, uh, with the people, I'm saying, with the raza. And uh, so she uh, enrolled us at Seward, man. Okay. So we went to Seward in the 80s, and uh, we grew up there, man. Uh and that's where it all started. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. what I was about. Okay, <laughs> uh, can you describe West Inglewood? Now I know you mentioned we with the people over yeah. there is what like more. Uh, West Inglewood is uh, uh, more African or pretty much all African American. Okay, um, and uh, she didn't want us to attend the school. My mom yeah. didn't want us to attend school there, uh, and trying to do something good, she. Uh, she didn't want us involved in and, and bad stuff the kids get into saying, but uh, she wanted us to feel at home and be with our own race. And she yeah. decided to to enroll us in uh, Seward. Yeah, got you. Back of the yards. And uh, it's predominantly uh, Hispanic. So yeah. um, that's where we grew up, man. Uh, we were there till we graduated. I graduated in 92. And that was that from uh, high school or eighth grade? Oh, that's uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Hey, well, uh, before we get that, that far ahead, uh, uh, can you tell us about uh, family, family life, like growing up? What was mom, dad in the picture? How to yeah, brothers, I mean, sisters? Back in the eighties, uh, everything was good, man. We actually grew up with uh, with dad intact. Uh, parents were good, and uh, man, once the nineties came, that's when it started hitting the fan, and uh, dad got his stuff and he got he pulled up and left um and that's when things started happening started getting more involved in the streets and that's where the story that's, begins, that's all right yeah yeah <laughs> let's get into that part you said you graduated 92 as the same year i graduated man yeah what, what were you 45 or yeah, yeah i yeah, just yeah. turned 45 yeah, okay. in, in august so. okay cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 78 uh, june okay. june 78 yeah. okay yeah august yeah so 78, the same age, yeah right. Well, yeah, you said 92. I remember that, man, graduating in eighth grade. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I was, what is that, 12, 13, probably. And, yeah. man, that's when you said that, that that's when it hit the fan, man. Yeah. So let, let, let's let's jump there. I know you mentioned uh, e, e, uh, Inglewood. 
Uh, well, to, to, uh, share a little bit about uh, that that area, like growing up. Describe it. Maybe people that know it's, it's pretty it's pretty rough out there too, right? Oh, definitely, man. Uh, Inglewood is not uh, an easy part of the city, um, especially being Hispanic. Uh, we were always picked on as as kids, and uh, I remember I got a younger brother. I got two older sisters and a younger brother. And back in the eighties, we used to play outside, man. It was predominantly safe. Uh, but when it comes to uh, a gang of kids, and especially when you weren't, you didn't look like they did. You got picked on, and you had to learn how to defend yourself. Gotcha. So I grew up learning how to defend myself. Yeah. And I got good at it. <laughs> you know I'm saying so. Uh, yeah, man. Angle wasn't easy, and it got to the point where. I was the one making noise in that neighborhood. I'm saying, when I got old enough, people knew. Okay, gotcha. I'm saying, so it got to that point. But as as growing up, it was definitely tough. We had good times, but um, concerning that, it was uh, it was a battle. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, yeah, yeah. That that explains a lot. So that's why I'm sure mom's like, man, let me put him over here probably yeah. be less trouble but yeah. obviously you went over there and it wasn't less trouble yeah. so let, let, let's go there yeah. so you're, you're uh, uh, fresh out of 8th grade how, do, how, how does life begin to change for you like? so now uh, we I graduated uh, I wasn't uh, top of my class uh, it was hard uh, it was hard. school was hard for me it was boring it wasn't so I barely graduated I remember that and I ended up going to Curie Okay. So that's where things really start getting hard because when I when we first uh, when I first started going to Curie, that's when marital problems started, and uh, my old man stepped out of my dad or my mom's, and he just uh, grabbed all his stuff, man, and said, "Deuces, I'm out." Oh man! So at the time, you're a young man when you most need. Your father, so some you know? guidance. Yeah, you, you don't know what's going on, uh, and he wasn't around. So you're looking for uh, for that guidance, and you find it. You find it with uh, with friends and other brothers who, who are in the same boat. Yeah, you know, and you just uh, you find that bond, and that bond was sometimes it's not good, right? But you find the love that you're looking for. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I found it, man. Um, I found a, a a gang of brothers, man, and uh, I just rolled with it. I'm saying yeah. so, and started getting into trouble. Um, got locked up a couple times. And uh, back in the day, was six in St. Louis. That's like I used to call that my second home, right? Okay. <laughs> so what uh, the, the, uh, the district is that right there? Eighth district. Eighth, eighth district. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So. Uh, was in there a couple times, man, and it just troublemaking. That's it. Uh, looking for trouble, and everywhere I went, I found it. Right, right. So. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, you grew up uh, back of the yards, uh, West Ingle, when you go in a Curie. That's a long travel. The, uh, the brother that was out of here last time, he, he was explaining that travel. Man, you're yeah. crossing a lot of gang neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, dude. You, you want to share maybe a story that, yeah. that paints a picture of that? Oh, like, yeah, how, how was life for you, dude? Uh, that journey, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you you, uh, you drive through a lot of these neighborhoods, man. Uh, but to me, thankfully, even back then, bro, it's like God has his hand over me, right? Mm-hmm. Now, from from seeing it from this side, right. you see, man, I give you a thousand reasons why I shouldn't be here, right? And it's definitely hard, man. And not only the... 
not only the gangs, but police officers. Because I think I think uh, the police mess with more than the the brothers from the hood, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I got. I believe I got messed with more with the cops uh, than anything. Okay. Um, I made friends with uh, rival gang members, which kind of protected me from their neighborhoods, and I was always able to be like, "Hey, man, I, I know so and so." Okay. And they would step off, right? Yeah, yeah. So in that sense, I never had an issue. I mean, it's only been a handful of times to where. We're kicking it, and people busting the the door looking for us. I'm saying. Okay. So because you know, you're somewhere else where you shouldn't be at, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they were they were they were looking for us, and it got serious. But we took it as a joke, right? Okay. When you're young, you don't, you're not thinking, and it's like, huh, we're lucky, right? Right. But it wasn't like that. It's, again, I believe it's the hand of God. And got us from, got me out from certain situations, right. uh, and brought me to this point. So, gotcha. Yeah. So oh, no, you mentioned uh, uh, you were in and out the the, the district eight. Did, yeah. did at any point it get serious for you, where where you weren't coming in out? Maybe you stayed in, or no, no. I mean, it wasn't definitely not that serious. Uh, obviously, it it moved. It goes higher. You get busted for it. Uh, Riding on the walls and tagging and doing all this little stuff, slapping the hand type stuff. Okay. Uh, I've never really gotten booked for anything serious till the serious one came. Oh, yeah. Now, is that you further know, ahead? Like, yeah, that's, okay. that's years ahead. Right? All right, okay. Now, yeah. you, 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 could you share a story maybe of what, what, how does life look during, okay, high school? So yeah. maybe, did you finish high school? No. Or what, okay, what, what, what happened there? Never, right? never, never finished high school, man. Again, I've never been, like, school was so boring to me. And, and to me, it's like, I finally quit uh, my senior year. I needed four credits to, to graduate. Four credits. You know what I'm saying. So now that you right think there. about you were there it, at yeah, the finish line, man. I was right there, right. And my mom at that time, she knew, right. Uh, and God bless my mom because she she put up with a lot with me. Um, and she got to the point to where she had to drive me to school and make sure I would go into the building and. Well, this Jose man going through the building and come out the other end saying and <laughs> no, that was uh, my, you know, my, my, my younger brother by my, my dad will drop him off yeah and then he'll go around yeah. and wait for him yeah you'll he, peek out and he'll catch him yeah, <laughs> bring him right back for sure man and that's that's the love of mother right yeah yeah of a parent yeah right right and so uh, I understand it now so uh, that was that was my high school I was always getting in trouble and. They used to know my mom, like, oh, what did he do now, and this type of stuff. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, she uh, she would drop me off, and, and one day she she sat me down. And she's like, Jose, she's like, you need make, you need to make a decision. He's like, either you're gonna continue school or you're gonna find a job. And it was cut and dry like that, bro. right? And to me, it was like it was easy. Yeah. I'm like, peace. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. So I found me a job. We started making money, and that was that was my life. I started making money, and uh, but still was doing my thing, partying. Uh, I had a, a group of guys that uh, always called me, like, "Hey, what's up, man? What are we doing today? Let's go!" And 
it was that type of life, man. You, you, you're out partying, and then you go straight to work. I was like, for years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I did it, though. Right. Because straight out of work, like, hey, what are well, we doing today? I remember instances from the club yeah. to the breakfast joint, yeah. and go and punch in, man. Right. <laughs> go do your nine to five, and right, let's right. do it again. And that was life. And and between all that, you just, you, your, your thought process is don't get into trouble, but when you hang with a bunch of group of guys, right. You're always getting uh, in trouble. Yeah, yo, yo. It's, it's, it's always their fault because we're, yeah. we're good guys, yeah. right? <laughs> hey, it's always, man, it's always the group of friends we hang out with because right? we're, we're so innocent, man. <laughs> right? So, it's crazy know. how we have that mentality, man. Man, it's my group of friends, but it's in us, man. It's yeah. that, that sin nature, man. For that sure, that, that for re sure. rebellion, man, right? For sure, man. Right. For sure. And I could quite never understand uh, everywhere I went, as soon as I walked into the door, bro, it's like heads turn and attention like it felt like that so everywhere i went bro there's not a place where i walked into that somebody wanted to test me okay you know i'm saying so now, why, why, why do you think that was i don't know bro i mean uh again standing from this side yeah it's just the presence right you see you you, you see somebody like me I ain't no small dude yeah. saying so walk into a, a place and it's present is known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I believe because of my size and just uh, everything that I carried and I was never alone, right? Oh, I good. always had a group of guys and and yeah, I don't know, bro. It was just something that was meant to get tested, right? Yeah, yeah. And I never realized it. Man. But everywhere we went, man, it was... Uh, we would shut down the place, bro. Like literally, chairs flying, tables flying, you know. And uh, so you're talking to some violence oh, everywhere yeah. you went. Oh, okay, yeah. got you. Okay, yeah, dude. I got to the point to like, I told my guys, I don't want to go out no more, dude. You know what I'm saying, and going back to Inglewood, uh, I decided to stay home. Okay. And that in that decision, I brought the noise to my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying. Now, okay, now. No, Inglewood. Now, is that uh, the opposite? Let's say gang from where, when you were at, like, or I mean, I mean, the uh, the reason I asked, like, were you living somewhere where it was like ops? I guess in a sense, mm, it was more racial. Okay, yeah, because again, uh, you see a bunch of Hispanos because it wasn't just Mexican. It was I was I am real close with uh, one of my brothers, Puerto Rican. Okay, saying a couple of my brothers, uh, so. It was just uh, you're black and we're not. Yeah. I'm saying so. At, at one point, they were scared to come out, right? Because we were out there and we 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 hold the block down there, just a little block. Because back back in my house, it was just a, a little area. Right. Saying so, uh, but we were always out there. Right, right. So and, and it got to the point to where <laughs> cops were coming in there for us yeah. and. Because we were making so much noise. Yeah, yeah, and, right. But that was the place to be, right? Yeah, uh, but what, like, I, I think, and like in that situation, you have to make noise. Being you're so small, yeah. you're you're like in a sense in their neighborhood. Yeah. So it's almost like you got to make that noise to keep them away, right? Yeah. Like to let them know, like, hey, yeah, can't, can't, can't come, it, just mess it, with us like that, right? And it was funny though because, like I told you earlier, I befriended people from the opposite gang, right? right? So. We wouldn't have never have issues with gangs because there's always one of them like, hey, 
Right. I'm from I'm from this neighborhood. Yeah. I need to step off. And it was more of a tight knit friendship. Yeah, yeah. And we overlooked those things, right? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? I don't think nobody's talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. How how people are able to to befriend, I guess, yeah. or be cool with somebody that they're like at war with or yeah, they'll bro. be ready to fight or shoot at. Yeah. And maybe explain that. How how does that work, I guess? Because just because you're on this side, man, but we're going to get you or that yeah. side. But it, yeah. do, it does happen where you could have like connections, I guess, oh, different yeah. gangs, right? Most definitely. Those connections happen in uh, in high school. Uh, you grow up with these guys and you befriend them, dude. Yeah. And the bond, it goes back to the bond, yeah. becomes greater than what it is that you're representing. Yeah. I'm saying it did for me, yeah. and I know it did for the rest of my guys. Okay, because even now, I'm saying I haven't talked to them for, the, I haven't talked to them in a while, but I know when I see them, yeah. what's up? Where you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, right? Yeah, because you've been you've been at war with them. Dude. Yeah, that you remember that time when no, that nobody had their backs, but you were there. Yeah. I'm saying so that's where it creates that bond yeah I'm saying and you forget that set right I'm saying and you're down with them dude. yeah and yeah. I've lived that yeah. you know what I'm saying so uh people know bro yeah we stepped me and my guy because it was just two of us and the rest of other people were different yeah yeah sets, okay right but they showed us love right okay so we're gotcha. in their neighborhood we're in their neighborhood right. and they would tell them hey man these two are off limits, man. You, okay. If you have problems with them, got Go problems with us. us. Gotcha, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Well, I, I experienced that too, like you mentioned, but it goes back all the way like elementary school. Like yeah, you, bro. You're, you're little kids playing on the blocks. Yeah, dude. And then you grow up elementary school and then around there, yeah. some go this way, some go that way. Yeah. But then you see each other and maybe just like, a, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Like a, almost like a pass, hey, man. Like, yeah. Like, For get sure, out of here, bro. yeah. Like, over, like no, it's happened a lot. Going back to what you said, it's saints, brother. I'm saying, being back of the yards, bro, they're like, hey, what's it? You see me? And they, back from back of the yards, used to, they used to know me as Ra. Okay. One of the teachers back then in third grade, bro, she gave me the, that, the nickname? that title, the okay. nickname Ra, R-A-H. R-A-H, oh, Ra, okay. Yeah. Well, and they would see me, they still, to this day, bro, I would see them in the streets. Yeah. Rah, rah, what's up, man? And it's like, man, I haven't heard that in 20 years, bro. Gotcha. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're like, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, like, where'd you go? Because most of them went to Kelly, saying, yeah. and had issues with the gang there. So, till then, I'm saying, and once I told tell them I went to Kerry, like, what? Did you turn this? Yeah. Because they knew a certain Yeah, 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 there, yeah right, you know right. Yo, yo. And like, nah, I ain't turned nothing, brother. Like, hey, I know people. Yeah. So, and that's how it was. Yeah. So, um, but you, you tend to lean more to a certain neighborhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. So, and all my people knew that, dude. And I was cool with them. They were cool yeah, with yeah. me. And that bond formed. And they're still there, bro. Gotcha, yeah. And all I could do right now is pray for them because yeah. they need Jesus. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so you're out there. Uh, man, you're working, partying. What Does anything happen to change that, that uh, I well, guess, cycle you were in? Nothing, bro. Uh, it's just... Uh, a long, long years of just partying, bro, getting no sleep, waking up, my windshield busted, don't remember what the world happened, saying you you wake up, man, started getting into uh, the drug game. Okay. And this is years down, how, right? how, how old are you, like, when you started that? Like, 
Uh, when I first started in the drug game, bro, I was maybe twenty-seven, maybe. Oh man, okay, yeah, yeah that's that's a little bit like later yeah. up oh, there, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I would never. Because it sounds like you were working legit, right? You yeah, were yeah. had a legit yeah. job, and okay, I was working a uh, roofing company. Okay, uh, from a young age, I truck driving, delivering materials, and I used to love my job. Uh, the owner loved me because of my work ethic, uh, and. I was like, yeah, let's go. I'm making money, right? So I was good, bro. Uh, still struggling with uh, the separation of my parents and hating my dad for everything that he did, but still having some sort of uh, relationship and to, still trying to love on him, but ha not being healed from it. Okay. Uh, Throughout those years, were, yeah. were you still like in contact with him? Oh, yeah. Dude, okay. Uh, I called him every once in a while, see how he was doing. He would call us. Uh, but we still had a relationship. It wasn't perfect, but uh, we made it work. Gotcha. Now, was he still local? Did he go No, he's, he's definitely uh, definitely local, man. He okay. was so local, bro. Uh, <laughs> my dad was so, my, my dad is so gangster, bro. He, he moved across the street from, uh, from us. So his whole family, bro. No way. Know, yeah. With his new family? Yeah, with his new family, bro. So all we had to do was cross the street, bro. I'm saying. And to me, it's like, that's what, what hurt. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but that's his mindset, right? Whatever worked for him, right? So but, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Across the street yeah, with a whole new family. Bro, yeah. I can dude. understand, like, another city, another town, but. Nah, bro. Cross cross the street, brother. Wow, that's, so, that's crazy. You know, yeah, man. dude. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it was convenient for him. Not like he he planned it or anything like right. that. It worked for him, right? So, but that's what we had to live with. And out of out of his marriage on that side, uh, he had uh, four other kids, okay. four of my brothers and yeah. sisters, which I love very much. Oh, okay. And we have a relationship and been cool. praying for. Shouts out to them. Amen. I do love them uh, and continue to pray for them. But yeah, man, you do, do straight did that. So it was uh, very, uh, didn't know how to deal with it. You deal with it by drinking, partying. That's what, that's what people do, right? Right. To forget their problems, their issues. And that's what I was doing. And that was me. The whole 90s up to... Uh, I think uh, somewhere around 2005, he uh, sold the property and moved down to Tennessee. Oh, okay. So that's where the, all, all that oh, right like, now. Okay. So, but yeah, yeah, man, we had to deal with all that. So, right, right. Okay, so let, let's get back. You you said you were uh, 27 mm -hmm. and you started getting into the drug game. Like, what what uh, led you there? I mean, it sounds like you were good. You yeah. well, you said a good work ethic, working yeah. hard. Yeah. What 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 made what made you uh, make that switch? I guess. Well, with another party in. Uh, you make connections and you get ideas uh, to invest and stuff like, you know, drugs and stuff like that. And I just jumped in. I got introduced. And at first it was uh, just uh, partying. And and in partying, he goes, hey, like, hey, I need a guy. You know what I'm saying? So we start uh, diving into those things. And with... In the blink of eye, now you're moving stuff across the country. You know what I'm saying so. That's what I was doing, and uh, it was working. Gotcha. I ended up losing my job uh, in 2008, 
uh, the whole market crash and uh and that I think that propelled me to to really just Maybe like dive go into it. yeah gotcha. dive into it so now I'm moving stuff across the country man and uh making money so that's how I started with that stuff gotcha now what was that an easy like transition for you were you able to you know what I'm saying like just dive in and yeah. no, no worries it was it was super simple man because again I had my guys right and they're already in it I'm saying they've been in it right. for a long time and we, they're they're connected with people from down south right right they're like hey we need a person and somebody you could trust and again they got introduced to me yeah yeah and i jumped on it gotcha you know what i'm saying so uh i was the one who was taking money and bringing up stuff and i got introduced to people on the other side and and thinking about it man okay it's easy right let's do it gotcha so i started doing that man from i want to say it was oh nine to a, a couple of years, bro. Okay. Uh, and I got busted in 2011, 2010. Okay. How, did, how did that happen? How, how did that look? Well, oh, my God, dude. Um, I, man, again, bro, thinking about it, bro, it's just the way everything happened. I see God's hand, bro, all over it, man. And one day, I'm chilling, right? And uh, my sister, the one you guys uh, interviewed, okay. Marty, she comes up to me and she's like, hey. And mind you, she was going through what she was going through. And God had, had already been working on her. And, okay. Uh, showing her stuff, right? And I'm chilling. I'm watching TV. I, was, I don't know if I was playing video games or doing something, whatever. She comes up to me. Or she's just chilling right next to me, right? And she just turns to me. She's like, hey, Jose. Um, she I got something to say. She's she like, God loves you. He's coming for you. And uh, I look at her. I'm like, okay. That was kind of odd, right? And uh, and the person, when the person is calling on, he's like, okay, what does that mean? And I'm like, I remember the comment that I, that I, uh, that I told her. I'm like, man, God's coming for me. Does that mean that I'm going to die? <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be the first thought to yeah. come right, man. Right? Yep. And that's what it means, right? You're going to die. But yeah. to self, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yep. standing from this side, thinking about it. like, But back on that side, like, man, you're like, why is he going to kill me? <laughs> what did I do? I'm a nice yeah. guy. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I haven't killed nobody to my knowledge, you see? <laughs> Uh, I don't hurt nobody. I'm a hardworking man. Like, why is he coming for me, right? Yeah. You 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 go to what, right? Yeah, yeah. And when you're from the streets, when somebody's coming for you, they're coming to do harm, right? Yeah. Not knowing. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, it's like, yeah. Anybody coming for you is coming to do harm, whether it's yeah. God or the cops. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> for sure, man. Uh, so she's like, uh, he's coming for you. He's like, Jose, he loves you so much. Mm. And like, okay. I didn't know how to receive it, right? Right. And this was uh, right before, like a month or two before, I was going to go get a big load. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand what you're saying, but okay. 
And fast forward a couple months, man, my guys called me like, hey, we got this for you. We need you to come pick it up. And here I go, right? I go down there, and uh, they got this truck set up for me and everything, and uh, they they hooked it up. And Jose's going to do what he's going to do, right? He starts uh, driving up. And and my journey, man, uh, something happened to the truck where I had, I pulled over to refill, uh, to refill and uh, I'm ready to go, and the truck doesn't turn out. So I'm like, man. I'm like, okay. So I call my people, like, hey, man, this is what's going on. You need to do something because I don't want to be sitting here with all this stuff, right? And he's like, all right. So they send some people. They pick up the truck. They take it to mechanics. So and now I'm driving backwards because the mechanic shop is backwards. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, the dude looked at the truck. Bro, mind you, I know a little bit about everything, bro. Okay. You know, so I, I, that's how my brain works. If uh, if I can't figure out, then you look for somebody yeah. who, who knows what he's doing, right? Right. And I worked the cars all my life again because I was fatherless. But he never showed me okay. how to change brake, uh, tune up, and I learned it. Okay. You see? Now from from other men around yeah. you, okay, gotcha. Um, my guys, bro, uh, they show me. We learn from each other, and it was. Uh, trial and error type yeah yeah thing, you know? right and hopefully not with the brakes yeah right right <laughs> it'll be a bad trial and error there right <laughs> but uh again when i checked it bro i checked everything bro i remember that right and there's nothing wrong with it and it wouldn't turn on so as soon as we got to to the right person i guess to see the the truck bro this dude looked at it he did the same thing i did and it turned on bro so now, I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's go. Get back on the road. But it was so late, I had to pull over to. Like a rest. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't want me driving at night, so right. I had to pull over. Because they, yeah. they were watching me, because it was a big load, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I pulled over, spent the night. I'm like, I'm going to get up early and, and go. So I get up early and hit the road, man. Road like. Ten minutes into the to the road, I get pulled over, man. And I'm cool, bro, because I've dealt with five o yeah. all my life, dude. Yeah, yeah, all my life, bro. So uh, to me, state trooper, like whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry up, cause I gotta go. Yeah, I'm saying. And you would think, like, okay, just he's checking. I, I allowed him to check everything. Yeah. Because I was told that everything was cool. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. Cool, bro. Didn't wasn't sweating or nervous or nothing. I had my uh, my story unlocked, and uh, I remember, bro. He's like, he asked me to check the truck. I'm like, yeah. So I got out the truck, but he had called more yeah. troopers, right? So now, my by this time, there's like three troopers there, and they they're talking to me, and they're like, hey, what are you doing in Texas? And this and that, blah blah blah. And like I said. I told them I had a storyline for it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. Stuff happens, right? Yeah. And uh, while the the one who pulled me over, he's searching the car, right, or the truck, and these guys are making small talk with me. Yeah. And uh, I remember, bro, he started pulling off the panels, dude. 
And I was like, oh, man. At this point, you starting pulling off the panel. Yeah. You starting to get, you yeah, starting yeah. to sweat a little oh, yeah, bit. Oh, right? yeah. And sure enough, bro, uh, they they pulled off all the panels and the dude gave him the signal. And yeah. uh, it was funny, bro, because it was like three of them, right? And I saw him give him the signal, like, yeah. go ahead and rest him. Yeah. And, uh, bro, it was funny, man. Uh, you had these, uh, it was three country dudes saying, trying to tackle me down. And at the moment, I wasn't there, bro, because I, I was in a state of unbelief, right? I'm already thinking, my, my, my head's going, like, forward, and it's already thinking, like, man, dude, what's going to happen? Right? Yeah, yeah. And but when I come back to like to my senses, yeah. I'm looking at these three dudes trying to tackle me. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? He's like, turn around, turn around. I'm like, dude, that's all you had to do, man. Like, ask me to turn around, bro. And I turned around. <laughs> like they're trying to tackle me. Oh, I'm yeah. like, dude. Well, were they just bouncing yeah, off of you, man? Yeah, bro. It was funny, dude. So they handcuffed me, and uh, and they couldn't handcuff me, dude. I'm a big dude. Okay. They put the- They had to do the double or like- or they, no. no, not even the cuff, bro. They had to do the, the plastic one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, they're, they're putting that stuff on me. Now the first guy's reading his uh, reading the Miranda rights, right? right? He's telling me I have the right to remain silent. And again, I just take off, right? I'm not there. And he had to go, he's like, hey- Come back. But he knew I wasn't there, right? And he kept writing my Miranda rights. Like, yeah, whatever, dude. Do what you got to do, right? And uh, so he puts me in the front seat while they still doing the search. And I could see them, bro. They're, like, super happy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we got no. Jackpot. Yeah, jackpot, right? And uh, I'm like, man, I remember, bro. I remember. This is the Holy Spirit, bro, because I I remember when I was in the in – in the in the car, I looked up and I asked and I thanked the Lord, not knowing, bro. I didn't know God, bro. I'm never to this day to that day. I never once opened up a Bible. My our parents tried to take us to the to church, yeah. and I never learned anything. I tried not to fall asleep at church. You know what I'm saying yeah. you get they come from, uh, and this is not knocking on nobody's religion. Right. But we come from uh, uh, Catholic church yeah. and traditions, right? Yeah. And uh, all I learned was like, man, don't fall asleep, man, because mom's gonna pull on your head. Be like, hey, wake up! You gotta listen, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was that's what I learned, right? Yeah, yeah. Try not to fall asleep. When you stand up and you kneel, you know, you sit down, right? Yeah. And that's what I learned, but. I remember, like, I don't know, bro. I felt like like peace, right? It it, it, it was kind of odd, man, because I again, I didn't, I did not know God, right? Uh, but I turned up and I I thanked him, and at that moment, before that, I felt like uh, like a cloak of death put on me, right? Like the whole trip. I've taken multiple trips, okay. but that one trip, throughout that trip, I felt like death just, like, hugging me. And, like, like I was, if I would have completed my task that trip, I'm believing I would not be here. Wow. That's how much I felt death upon me. Did you 
at that moment did you feel that or this is looking no, back now you could no yeah from this is just looking back yeah that i, I didn't mention as we're speaking i remember yeah. what i felt yeah throughout my trip gotcha you know what i'm saying it was just, it was something it was, different yeah. about this particular trip yeah yeah so uh i remember when i got busted it was like and i remember just looking up to the sky and like thank you lord that's what those were those were my words thank you god right. and thanking them and uh uh so now the trooper they towed the vehicle and uh the trooper's telling me he's like hey uh he's like if you want we could continue the trip <laughs> he's like i want to go to chicago though <laughs> And he's telling me, right? He's yeah. telling me all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, he's like, come on. And I'm like, get out of here. Road trip. Get out of here, right? Yeah, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Because he, the amount, the quantity that was there, he knew there wasn't no, no small fish. Right, right, right. And uh, he's like, man, he get, he wanted me to, to keep going. And uh, he's like, he was explaining to me, like, hey, when you get to the, to the police station, you're going to be greeted by some FBI agents. And he's like, all they're going to do is, like, uh, they're going to ask you if uh, you're going to cooperate with them and if you want to continue on your trip so we can get the bigger fish, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't say nothing, so I just let him book me. And, bro, uh, I remember when I got off the, uh, the trooper's uh, patrol, they, they just had me standing there. And, <laughs> bro, they were posing with all the stuff. And I made front front page news in, in, in Texas, uh, and, uh, in the city of Texacana, bro. Uh, I I still remember it, bro. I'm like, man. Uh, but sure enough, man, I uh, they pulled me in, and uh, the FBI agents came in. And they're like, hey, Mr. Rodriguez. They're like, he's like, I'm just... I'm just going to ask you this once, like, you're going to cooperate with us or you're not? He's like, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to waste your time, so you have a good day, sir. <laughs> so they do it. They yeah. took all my, I had a couple phones and they took everything. Right, right. And um, what you call it? Uh, and they, they booked me, right? And uh, a funny thing, <laughs> they still had me in the, <laughs> in the zip ties. Yeah, yeah. And the the guy who arrested me, like, hold on, like, let me go find some scissors, and uh, so I can cut you free, because they were processing. Right, right. And I'm like, here, don't bother. <laughs> he started laughing, bro. He's like, man, I never doubted you for one second. I'm like, dude, don't waste your time, bro. And they processed me, bro. And I remember, bro, when I when they finally processed me. They showed me to my uh, jail cell. Um, bro, I it was it was late at night already by that time. Uh, man, bro, I dropped down to my knees, bro. And I'm telling you, Holy Spirit led. Because coming from a guy who has never opened up the Bible, who knows nothing about about our Lord, who's been raised to look at this guy on the cross 
and know nothing about him. Coming to that moment in his life to ask the Lord for forgiveness, to repent from all his sins, was powerful, dude. Uh, and him himself showing himself up in that cell, right? And having that mercy, telling you that he loves you. And uh, it was powerful. Man. I, was, I, 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 I could still feel that, man, for real. Just you sharing that, like... like uh, dude, I wasn't seeking him. Right. If anything, I was running away from him, dude. And I was, dude, because Jesus who? Right. And that was the person that I was. When somebody tried to share the good news with me, because you had people, dude, I'm not going to say that. It was never shared with me. But, I mean, I was the type of dude like, man, I ain't trying to hear this. Right. If you want to serve him, serve him, dude. I don't want to serve him. Yeah. That was the type of person that I was. If you weren't a family member, a family member, I gave him that honor, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll sit down and listen to you because you are my family member. Right. But anybody else, get away from me, dude. Shut him down. Yeah, huh? dude. No way, bro. No way. Yeah. That was who I was. And I had some family members that would share. And God bless their hearts because they knew, right? They knew where uh, where I was going to end. And if I, if I continued to go down that path. But thank God for them. Yeah. Because God showed me that, bro. There was no preacher. There was no preacher in my jail cell, bro. Uh, nobody to be like, hey, repent, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, Praise God. You know? Amen. To, all, to him be all the glory. And I think that's my message today, bro, to, uh, to share with the people. Because God showed me what that was. And years later in my walk, uh, as, as I continue to seek him, he shows you things. Uh, and he brought me back to that. And he showed me what that was. He showed me that it was the Holy Spirit. And he was answering the prayers of those who were praying for me. Yeah. And I think that's what it is that what God wants me to share to those who have lo- have lost ones who just stand in faith, right? The, the word teaches us that to the prayers of the righteous ones availeth much. And... Those who believe and trust in the Lord and continue to trust in him, he's gonna he's gonna answer them, dude. And that's what the beautiful thing about it is, is that if he has promised you something, if he has promised you the salvation of a loved one, hold on to that. Doesn't matter what it looks like. You know what I'm saying, uh, because he is faithful. He's so faithful. Amen. And he will do just that. But he needs you to uh, hold on to his word, to his promises. I'm saying, and it's going to come to pass because (laughs) I am proof of that, bro. Amen. I am complete proof of that. So, yeah, bro. And that's where the beginning of my new life. 
Gotcha. Started, yeah. started yeah. in that cell. For sure, man. In 2010. February yeah. 20th, 2010, bro. Man, you remember the date and yeah, everything. For yeah, for sure. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. forget it, bro. Man, I remember my, 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 my day, man. It was yeah. uh, October 26, 2004, man. And that was like you mentioned, the new life. Uh, yeah. You mentioned the cloak of death. Yeah, I, I told people that uh, that it, it, like, uh, it felt death around me, but I told people at the same time that the enemy, Satan wanted me dead. Yeah. God wanted me dead too, but yeah. in a different sense, yeah. which is the sense you're talking about, yeah. dead to self yeah. so that he could live through you, through his spirit, man. And that's amen. that's true life right there, right? Amen, amen. So, yeah, bro, that's the beginning. Bro. Yeah. So how, how did the rest of that journey look? Uh, well, what ended up happening with that case? And oh, what, what did man, that bro, lead, so much, lead bro. You to? So much, man. So now as a born again, right, when I was born again that night, um, now I have to figure out, all right, how are we going to do this, right? Um, I didn't, Again, because of uh, technology, the phones, I don't remember nobody's number, dude. Yeah. You know, oh, so yeah. You're right. so used to like, oh, okay. Yeah, just, we call Madi, just yeah. go to Madi and press send, right? Bro. So they, And plus, I, I told these guys, they're like, hey, bro, I'm not from here. I'm from Chicago. Can somebody get my phone from lockup or give me some numbers or something? Yeah. Bro, they denied it, bro. Yeah. Like, nah, dude, sorry, we can't do that. Right. And uh, I'm like, man, how are we going to, how am I going to tell my family, dude? Because I had told them, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do a job, installation job in Texas, right? Because I've been working in a roofing and installation Okay, company. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to be there for a couple of days and I'm coming back. And they, they believed it and... uh but now, I'm into a week, right? And uh, one person that I told, uh, one of my best friends, I told him, like, he knew what was going on. And uh, I told him, like, hey, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to be back. This is where I'm going to go. And I got to see you in a couple of days. And he dropped me off in the in right. the, in the airport because I had to drive back. And he was the only one who knew. Aside from... The people who I was connected with, yeah, yeah, right, right. Because I always kept my my people separated, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. never want to endanger yeah, yeah, really. my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and and that's one of the reasons why I told uh, the cops, like, man, nah, dude. I told them, like, because yeah. they wanted to continue. Yeah, yeah, right. They wanted me to continue to, no, yeah, you yeah. Know. And uh, I'm like, nah, dude. I'm not gonna get that would involve my whole family and that, and I'm and obviously in a, in a way, I didn't involve my family because I'm doing it right, 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 and they're they're gonna they suffered for for my actions, right? right, um, but my guy, rewind, before they put me in the lockup, the trooper allowed me to send out a text. I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I'm not from here. Can I just send out a text to one of my guys before you lock me up so they know that I'm locked up? He's like, yeah, man, do what you got to do. So I did it, and his wife picked up, and we were good friends. Yeah. Like, And I told her, I'm like, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. I'm about to get locked up. And she started laughing because she thought I was joking. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm serious. I got to go. I'm like, this is what's going on. I got to go. So 
So I hung up. And so it was only them and my boy that knew. And uh, so once my, my boy saw that I wasn't coming home, he started, he was worried. Yeah. And then my other guy came to the house, and that's how my family found out. They're like, hey, we're here to help. This is what happened. So now my guy who I'm close with, he starts calling the whole state of Texas, County jail, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. looking for me, yeah. uh, because he knows. Put right, two right, two right. together, yeah, he's yeah. like, man, he probably ain't got nobody's number. Yep. He can't call nobody, right? And uh, like a week passes, bro, and I get a mail, and it's him. He's like, man, we've been looking for you. He's like, I know you got nobody's number. He put everybody's number on there. Yeah. And I'm like, finally, I get to call somebody. Yeah. And uh, I, call, I, I call my sister, Mari. Yeah. Me and Mari... We're super close. Okay. And that's my go-to, right? Uh, so I call her. And by that time, obviously, they knew. Uh, they found out everything was going on. And, and I got on the phone with her, and she's crying. And she was like, uh, like, Jose, you got to give your life to Christ. I'm like, it's already been done. It's already been first night, dude. It's, it's done. It's done. It's been done by the Holy Spirit, man. And... Uh, but that's, that begun the process of now fighting the, the case. And, and so much that God did through that case, uh, they wanted to give me 20 years. Uh, and we, we were able to make bail. So we made bail. And, uh, and it begun our walk, bro. We were fasting. We, we, uh, we linked up with some friends who were in the Lord already. Okay. And uh, they showed us, they started walking us through the Bible and uh, showing us how to pray And while we were fighting the case, right? And we were standing firm because the Word teaches us, hey, if we come into agreement, it's going to happen how, yeah, like like we wanted to, right? Yeah. Or like, uh, like he will want it to. Well, right? <laughs> well, because we're newborn Christians, yeah, or, we're believing the word for yeah, what it is, right? Gotcha, yeah, yeah. And the word teaches that if you believe, you'll yeah, get what yeah. you receive. Ask, what you seek, ask, and knock. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? So we're standing, bro. We're yeah. standing like, yeah. Um, I uh, I was giving ultimatums uh, and, and the sentencing and stuff, and it was either uh, probation, I think it was two years, and... Or 20 years, up to 20 years, because I had a record, but it wasn't nothing to this extent. Right. right. So we're like, no, we're going to fight it, right? Uh, and, uh, man, we were fasting and praying, and ultimately, they ended up giving me two years, which was a lot better than 20 years, bro. Uh. Uh, and when I still, we were still fighting it. Because there was an opportunity to where I would get probation. Okay. And uh, because I was out of state. So, uh, again, man, did a lot of prayer and fasting with the, with the friends. We prayed with the lawyer. Even the lawyer was hesitant on uh, working with us because we asked, like, can we pray with you before you go talk to the judge and this <laughs> and that? And he's like, okay. Right. You know, a little hesitant, but he did. Uh when it came down to sentencing, that uh, played a factor. But uh, at the end of the day, they I ended up getting two years, and it was it was life changing, bro. 
because it was two years in a, in a state where I had nobody, brother. Was that a, a state That's, time or, or fed time? No, it was state. Okay. Yeah, it was state. Thank God it wasn't fed time. Uh, that was actually discussed within the judge and the lawyer. Yeah. Because all I was charged with was possession. Okay. I was never charged with transportation, state lines, nothing, bro. If it was, if that would have been the case, it would have been a whole different story. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because you probably started in Texas and never made it out of it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was on Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Gotcha. So, All right. Uh, so you said you went in there. So how how was that? You said being out of state and being in Texas. Huh? How did that look for you being in there? In there? Yeah. Um, it was rough, bro. It was rough because again, not knowing nothing. Like, uh, the gang, the gangs down there are completely different. Everybody knew I was from Chicago. Yeah, could I ask you something? Yeah. Uh, I know people that have been in different states, like around there. Yeah, and they even have like divisions amongst Hispanics. Man, they have yeah. like the the Mexicans, and then you have almost like the Chicanos in a sense. Well, did you experience any of that? Oh, or yeah. how, how, how did that look for you? Yeah, man, it was uh, it was actually a little bit tough, man, because there was at the time when I was there. There is a gang called the Mexican Mafia who ran certain parts of the prisons in there. But you had the Tango Blast who were going against the Mexican fight. The Tango Blast? Tango Blast, okay. yeah. There's a gang, uh, a prison gang called Tango Blast. Okay. There. And the prisons there where I was at, I they moved me from prison to prison. So I got to visit... I want to say about a good six or seven prisons. Man, in two years. And, that, yeah, because. That's a, lot. That's a be, lot of movement. Oh, yeah, bro. I hated it. I hate that bus, bro. Uh, was it and, the Bluebird down there, was it? Was it two? <laughs> Different <No>. colors, bro. <laughs> uh, I think the uh, the ones I was in were white. Okay. No, I think that's the brand of the bus, though. Oh, was it? The Bluebird, yeah. I think so. Yeah. But uh, they moved me a lot because, again, I didn't have nobody, nobody to come visit me. So they had to make room for those who were coming in. Yeah. And I was easy to move. Nobody was there to see me. Yeah, yeah. My family, they went once, uh, once I, uh, they initially went in uh, to the county jail uh, to go see me. And that was a bittersweet because I, I never wanted my parents yeah. or any family mem member for that, for that matter to, uh, to see me through that glass block, right? And they didn't even let them Contact. You know yeah, yeah, saying? it was behind the glass. Yeah, gotcha, so yeah. that was very, very difficult for me because, uh, man, dude, you got man up in there, right? There is, uh, there is no showing your emotions. No, there, right, because you know so, everybody's looking at you. I'm saying, and again, I carry that that thing where everybody's looking at you, bro. At least at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying, and again, I think it's just I don't know what it is, bro. It's like to me, it's always been like I walk into a room and. People need to turn around like, man, yeah. who's this dude? Uh, and it always led, led to a negative thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and I experienced that. I experienced that in, in prison. Right. I'm going to share a story with yeah, you. Yeah, go, go ahead, man. And uh, one time, um, freshly in, right? Since I didn't, I didn't know not, nobody, no gangs or nothing, I kept to myself, right? And being a new newborn Christian, God... God told me, he's like, I need you to get my word into you. 
And I, I said, yes. So again, not having any experience of what I'm doing, I read it like a book. So I would pick up the Bible. I would wake up, say my prayers. I'd pick up the Bible. And when I start reading, Genesis 1, 1, right? And I read it like a book. And in that process, going through the books of the law, right? Getting to Deuteronomy and Leviticus. Leviticus, Leviticus, yeah, Leviticus. Leviticus, yeah. And not like, man, what is this, dude? Uh, Like, what are you talking about mold and the mildew? (laughs) (laughs) Right? It was very hard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, I didn't didn't know what I was reading. So I would put put it down, right? And I would tell the Lord, like, Lord, I don't understand this, dude, so I'm going to put it down. And every time I would put I put it down three times. And every time I would put it down, he would say, I didn't ask you to understand it. I said, I need you to get my word into you. And I'm like, okay. It was simple, right? And again, going through those books was very, very Oh, difficult. no, yeah, yeah. So. Hey, to anybody reading the Bible for the first time, don't start in these books. <laughs> Le- Leviticus and Numbers, maybe skip those. You right? know, but yeah, go ahead, brother. Start, start yeah. in the book of John, man. <laughs> so, you know, uh, one day, there used to be a lot of ministries that went to go share the good news, right? Um, and one day I went to church, and uh, and they would, they, for some reasons, they would have church like at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, right? No way. Yeah, dude. So I was I was prepared. I'm like, yeah. let's go. Anywhere to stay away from the atmosphere, right? Because yeah. it's a very heavy atmosphere. And uh, I would go, and I went one day. And when we came back, they would have our breakfast ready. So we came back, and they had a breakfast ready. So I grabbed my my plate, my chow, and I'm minding my own business, bro, eating my gravy and biscuits because they serve a lot of biscuits <laughs> yeah, yeah, down yeah, in Texas, yeah. bro. So um, I'm I'm watching the TV, watching the news. I'm eating my my biscuits and gravy, and there's a there's a group of five African-Americans that started surrounding me, right? And I'm paying no attention to them because I'm minding my own business, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's, I could hear somebody, like, screaming, or not screaming, but getting loud with somebody. And I'm not, again, I'm not paying attention because cause I know it's not concerning me, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets louder, because he was talking to me. And he gets louder. I looked I looked at him and he's looking at me and like, You talking to me? He's like, Yeah, I'm talking to you. And at this point, I get up. He's like, Yeah, we're gonna get you right now. We're gonna beat you up, right? Now mind you, again, I'm a fighter, brother. I love to fight, or I used to love okay. to fight. Yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm like, okay. Let's go. And I see them. They're surrounding me. And one of the guards is looking. To, you know, he's looking at us, knowing what's going to happen. Right. And he starts walking away, and he's like, beat his ass. The guard? The guard. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. So they give you kind of a fitted uh, garb, prison guard. To me, like, man, nah, this ain't going to happen, right? So I take off my garb, right? And I'm I'm ready to go. I'm like, all right, let's do it. If we, you guys want to dance, I ain't yeah, yeah. back up. I did this. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm very good at it. In my head, man, I got you beat already, dude. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I took one step towards him, and I froze, bro. I froze. And I know what it was, but at the moment, I didn't know what, it, what was happening. You know what I'm saying? And, and at that moment, I was frozen, and they're starting to step towards me. And at that moment, I prayed. I'm like, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I need you to take care of this. Because for some reason, that cat moved. And as soon as I finished my prayer, the bell rung, and it was time for count. So when you heard the bell in prison, you had to return to your cell, to your bunk, because now they, they need to count you to make sure right. everybody's there. Now... The guy who I was bunking with was the same dude that was, you know, talking all that smack. So now at this point, I was unfrozen and I had to go to my bunk, right? So, so the the guy that's trying to fight you is your own cellie? Yeah, yeah oh, bro. What was this yeah, about? I don't know, brother. I, I don't know. I, yeah. It came out of the blue or whatever. Yeah. I'm saying, so he's still yapping away while they're counting, right? He's like, they're going to leave. And once they leave, we're going to get you, right? I'm like, no, you're not. You ain't going to get me, bro. Because in my head, like, man, I'll mop the floor with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm praying, like, Lord, you need to do something right now because like, you need to listen to this dude. He, yeah. I don't want, no, I don't want no, no trouble, right? Let me do my time and let me go home, bro. And sure enough, bro, they finished the count. Another set of guards came. They point at him like, you, let's go. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, bro. And after they took him, the other dudes were like, man, they just we're just following orders. We ain't got no beef with you. I'm like, hey, bro, I ain't got no beef with y'all, so just let it be, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but God was showing me now that I know how to, that my first thought should be, in a time of uh, of stress or to reach out to him, then he will take care of it. Even in in that moment. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Even yeah. in that, because that's, that's like a, yeah, bro. you got to be quick to react moment. But oh, even yeah. in that moment, you're, you're praying. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And he showed me, he showed me what that was where I was frozen. And he, he told me that that was the fear of the Lord. That if I, I didn't have the fear of the Lord, I'm saying so he showed me like hey because of that I had to freeze you because if you would have continued you would have probably still be in prison because yeah. of what would have resulted you know what I'm saying so that's what it's a learning yeah. curve I'm saying a, a, a lot of people don't know that but they, they could give you two years but based on oh, yeah. situations that could happen in there you be there for a lifetime tack on bro, some, yeah. some time more time yeah. catch a case in there yeah, and get another other yeah. sentence thrown on top of what you got. So, yeah, it's so a lot of times people, oh, man, you just got to do three years. Yeah. yeah nah, you get sent off or get into some trouble in there. Man. There's, there's people in there that got locked up for for six months, bro, who are probably still in there because of situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and that's what he showed me. Like, man, like the fear of the Lord will stop you from making stupid decisions. Right, right. right. I'm saying so obviously on my walk because I always asked him like, man, yeah, what yeah. was that? 
And he answered. He told right. me, "Have to fear the Lord. You need. You didn't have to fear the Lord." Right. Right. Gotcha. So that was. That was know, part of that. Yeah. Now you let's fast forward a little bit. So you did your time. How did it look when you came out? Uh, what was your mindset? Uh, yeah, I did my time. Uh, and let me just add this: the time in in prison was the best time of my life, bro, because I got to know the Lord. Versus being out here and the hustle and bustle of life, you you tend to to put those priorities in the back burner. So to me, man, looking back, it's like, man, thank you, Lord, because that's where I was able to, like He said, man, get the get that word in, word in you. and even until this day, He's continuing to show me and through the word and just give me understanding and because of that the, because of those times right so uh but yeah uh coming out bro was very difficult i understand now um why for a lot of men or people who come out of prison it's like a revolving door right um it was hard because you feel like you're judged, right? Like as soon as they got out of prison, obviously, I had my I had to get my family to uh, buy me a ticket. So I go back home. I had a I had a limited time to come back home because I was still on parole. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, I had to hurry up and report. So I remember getting a the ticket. They give you a. Texas prison ID. You're in your prison guard, bro. Coming out? Yes. No dude. way. So they you they know you're just getting out of prison, bro. <laughs> they don't give you your street clothes? Nah, bro. Because that they, they throw them away because they take them in county. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's And it's done deal, bro. I mean, nobody. I ain't had nobody go pick up my clothes, so it's, it's garbage. So I got no clothes. So I, I'm, I'm in my prison. They, they, they'll be thinking you're an escapee <laughs> yeah, trying to no. hunt you down, man. No, I mean, they're, they're certain colors. Okay, so, so, so they know, okay, yeah, this yeah, guy. Just, just, just got out. So, yeah, bro. And I remember going to the airport and feeling like, and the, how this is how the devil works, bro. He says, hey, look at me. They're staring at you. Look at what you're wearing. And just... uh the schemes of the, the enemy, Oh, yeah, bro. yeah. And you're looking at these people who are free and who've been free. And, like, what you looking at, dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, you really get, oh yeah, like, that spirit. And, like, man, what's up? You got a problem with me? I felt that, dude. Yeah. But it was the spirit Especially, of Especially, I would say that tension. Because yeah. in there, like like you mentioned, you, you can't show no emotion. You're yeah. hardened. Yeah, you, even I, I mean, I would imagine even as a believer, you still had to keep this yeah. demeanor oh, yeah. about yourself. Oh, like, uh, like oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a believer, but yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> right. And then you come out, and it's hard to turn that off, yeah, right? Dude. Like that mentality that yeah. Well, why are you staring at me? Like uh, the, the defensive mode oh, in a yeah. sense, right? But most definitely. But again, it's the spirit, right? It's the spirit of the enemy that's telling you, oh, they're laughing at you. Because you're worth nothing, you're you're a piece of trash. Because you just got a, out of the prison, and I understand that. That if you don't have the Holy Spirit, 
you will definitely act on those emotions yeah. and those insecurities saying so it, i i definitely understand where other prisoners bro because i seen it bro there's people who who left when i was there who came back before i left dude yeah. like what are you doing here bro you know? i don't understand this like I've seen that too, man. And it, it, it was sad. Yeah, it is. Because I, I see them, oh, man, you're happy for them. They get out and, yeah, dude. Man, I'm somewhere else in another. And I yeah. see them come back in. What happened? Like, and it, but what that did, I think that, that gave me like a, a little bit of fear too. Like, yeah. not, not, not a fear, but man, when you get out, you better, you better be careful yeah. what you do. Because there was a guy, a quick story, he got out. He was on parole, mm -hmm. and he said he jumped in a car with his friends, yeah. and he didn't know it at the time, but the car was stolen. So obviously they, they grabbed him, and since he was on parole, right away, they yeah. just oh yeah, you're first one to go without uh, question. So yeah, it's, it's it's sad, man. It's sad to see that revolving door. Oh, yeah, definitely. Dude. Oh yeah, and I understand it when it's hard. Um, so yeah, man, and I remember getting out, bro, and starting my new life, right? Because now. Um, a little bit more mature in the spirit. Oh, how old are you when you get out? I was, I don't know, 32, 33 maybe. Okay, I'm all right. not too sure. And now you're happy because now you're going to love on your family, you know what I'm saying? And you're happy to see them. They're happy to see you. We're praising the Lord. And like, man, this, can't wait for Sunday because now... Yeah. Uh, you want to go to church? There's no issues on wake me up when service is over. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're <laughs> no, there. No, you're excited to go. Right? Oh, okay, got you. you. Know? Okay. So, so we, we go to our old church, and we're going, and you start seeing things, obviously, that, like, man, the word don't, the word says this. You know the word, right? And it's hard because now you're struggling with traditions and, like, man, why do people do this? And, and why... Why, why things are done the way they're done, right? Right. And it was hard, man. I remember I remember getting out, bro, and wanting to die, bro. I know it's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of difficult to understand, but this is what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a bunch of people call me like, hey, what's up? Good to see you. Good that you're out. And invited me all over the place, and but you can't, like you don't have the desire. You know what I'm saying yeah. to, you can't go back, right? You can't go back to the party life. You can't go back to uh, to that life that you you're dead to. Right. You know what I'm saying, and I remember one day, and 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 not being able to reach out to somebody. That's why having that that brotherhood, right? With a, with a believer you mean yes okay it's so important uh because i didn't have that dude when coming out yeah even uh those who believe that i knew they were still out partying bro okay you know i'm saying i couldn't do that they yeah. would invite me to oh we're gonna watch this boxing match let's go and i would go to watch the boxing match but then they're partying afterwards yeah, and yeah. getting drunk and this and that i'm like man i can't stay here dude yeah uh, i gotta go and them not understanding. Right. Like, man, dude, who are you, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, no, I can't stay here. I remember one day, man, trying to go back to that and, and just crying out to the Lord, like, man, Lord, I don't want to be here. So I 
going to a bar. I remember going into a bar by myself, ordering a beer, and just looking at the beer. And the Holy Spirit clearly spoke. He's like, what are you doing here? This is not for you. And I got up. I did not touch the beer. I got up and I walked out the, the, the bar. And trying to find relationships. Yeah. Right? And it led me to uh, to new life. Okay. Midway. Uh, we, me and my, my sisters decided we're going to go to new life. And we, we started going to new life and started to get plugged up and grew. We grew into the word, man, started, started growing. They made, uh, they made us leaders in, in the church, and we started mentoring, started baptizing people. Uh, I got honored to baptize my brother, led him to the Lord. All glory to God. Amen. Another brother, Alex, I, I was able to lead him to the Lord and uh, got honored to baptize him. So definitely was growing, and we were in new life for, uh, I want to say, like nine, ten years maybe. Oh, man. So, and man, did a lot of growing there. So, but yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, can you, you share where you're at now? Because I know we were talking when you first came yeah, man, about the church. Yeah, go ahead. Right now, I'm with uh, Faith World Church on Fullerton on the north side with Pastor Daniel Cruz. And his whole family, man, uh, loving it, man. They just uh, they just got a new building, right? Recently, or no? Yeah, or, yeah, they they're actually they're doing their grand opening for their new sanctuary. I forget the dates. I think it's the first weekend of November for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You guys are welcome to come. More than welcome. And uh, that, that's on on Fullerton and what? What other street? What is that? Fullerton and Moody. And Moody, okay. It's just west of Austin. West of Boston. Okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah. We're there. My whole family's there. Uh, God brought us there. Uh, he's definitely teaching us a lot. We just became deacons okay. at the church. So, uh, we're definitely growing there, man. Yeah. It's a powerful church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise and God. And we're loving it, man. God's teaching us to have a, a servant's heart and just doing God's work in there. So. Yes, sir. I, I know I mentioned with you when you first came that— mm-hmm. uh, I got saved in uh, October 26, 2004 in East Chicago, Indiana, Faith World, yeah. which is Pastor Calvin. He came from uh, Pastor Daniel Cruz. And okay. You mentioned uh, yeah. back when it was Fun Church, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he got sent out, and they actually started a church. Uh, it used to be a funeral home. Oh, yeah. And it was crazy because uh, they used to say, yeah, with the, here they, before it was the dead, now we're raising the dead. Amen, amen, yeah. <laughs> so, bro. man, so th- there's that connection there. And I was telling you, too, that after I got saved, I think about a year later, I got a chance to share my testimony at uh, at Faith World out oh. here in uh, Fullerton. Oh, okay, that, that, that's where they were by. They used to be like a bowling alley before. Yeah, it yeah. was like west of uh, Pulaski, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's that connection. Yeah, so I know uh, Pastor Danny Cruz as well. Yeah. The family. There's a lot of brothers that I know from out there, man. Yeah, uh, they're definitely. Uh, yeah, man. There's. I'm trying to think some of their names. So I have like a lot of connections with people okay. from uh, Faith World Church. Yeah. Some that are still pl- plugged with it. So yeah. no, that's a awesome ministry. And like I'm, I'm sure with you when, yeah. when you came, like man, I experienced God's presence, God's touch there. So, pray, praise God for that, man. Amen. Yeah, yeah. dude. Amen. Hey, hey, well, brother, thanks for sharing your story with us. Everything that that you went through and what you're doing now, still serving the Lord. Is there anything that you want to share with the people that are listening? Maybe a word or something that maybe God's placed in your heart or. Yeah, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier. Okay. I think I've been asking the Lord, what what do you? What do you want me to say and to speak about my story? And 
he highlighted the part where don't stop praying. Continue to believe um, for your loved ones because I know it's difficult. But if he tells you, if he gives you a promise, trust the Lord. That's what it means to believe in him, to trust him that what he has told you shall come to pass. And that's, you see that from the beginning to the end, continue to trust him for your, for your father, for your mother, for your brothers, for your sisters, for your kids, for everybody, for that person that you're praying for. Do not allow the enemy to tell you it's not going to happen because the enemy is a liar. Believe the Lord. Believe the word that he has given you. And I'm living proof. And I, and I, and I tell everybody again, there was no minister. There was no priest. Nobody in my cell other than the Holy Spirit. This is coming from a man who's never opened up his Bible a day in his life. But yet, the Holy Spirit led me to repent, to receive the uh, the sacrifice that the Son of God has done for us, and be born again, man. That's only God. Only God can do that. So hold fast. And the scripture is, the, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. He who believes, it shall be done. I'm saying so. Yeah, that, I think that'll be my uh, my message to other brethren out there. Don't do not faint. Just continue in that race and believe. Amen. That's what God wants us to do. Amen. I mean, it was coming to my mind what your sister told you. What did she say? That's coming for yeah, you. <laughs> God's coming for you. There it is. There it is, man. God's, God's coming, coming for you for too. You. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, brother, with, with that. Can you close us out on the yeah, prayer? Yeah, for sure, for Amen. sure. So, Father God, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Father, that you have given us, Lord. Uh, I thank you, Lord, for Omar, Father God, Lord, and his family, Lord. Lord, I just lift them up, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you just continue, Lord, to use him, Lord. Bless his family, Father, for the work, Lord, that he's doing, Lord. Lord, I just pray for the hearers, Father God, Lord, that the word, Lord, that... We have spoken right now, Father God, Lord, that it may hit good soil, Father God, Lord. I pray for increase in the hearer's heart, Father God, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that if they don't know you, Father God, Lord, that you draw them, Lord, to the truth, Lord, that you bring them to the feet of your son, Jesus, Father God, just how you did me, Lord, and that you bring them unto salvation, Father God, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father God, Lord, for the work, Lord, that you are doing, Father God, Lord. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen, 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 amen. And with that, we're gonna get ready to close this out. I just want to thank my guest, Jose. Man, thank you for coming. Thank yeah, you for sharing that story, man. Me, oh no, man, it's, it's a blessing, man. Like I said, that's what we're here to do, man. We're amen. here to share our testimonies that, man, point people to God to amen. His power, like you mentioned. Like, yeah, I, I had a few, a few people that have been on here, man, that prayed to the Lord in the street, in a cell, anywhere, and God met them. And that's what yeah. I, I keep telling people. But thank God for the churches that yeah. are there. But yeah. man, God, God will touch you wherever you're at, man, as long as you yeah. cry out to Him. Yeah. And I, I think I was reading earlier. I believe it was uh, Jeremiah. Might have been twenty nine thirteen. It says, "You will seek Me and find Me when you seek Me with all your heart." Amen. So if you're out there, you heard this man's story. You're like, man, man, I want to encounter God. Man, seek Him 
with all your heart and you will encounter him. Amen. He will meet you. All right, with that, we're going to get ready to wrap. Oh, oh, Matthew 4.16 reads, The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. Along with my brother Jose, my name's Omar Calvillo. We are Wrong to Strong. <laughs>